But First John chapter number 5, verse number 14 and 15, and we'll read here for a minute. I want to talk to you a little bit on prayer um, tonight. I always try to um, preach on things or speak on things that either the Lord has dealt with me recently in my life or something that uh, you know, is that I'm wanting to make better in my life. And so this is kind of a mixture of both of those things. Uh, so I just want to give you a few things and then we will, we will be gone uh, tonight. But first chapter, or first John uh, chapter number five, verse 14 says this. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Verse 15. And if we know that he hear, uh, that he hear us, what, what, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. And so when we talk about prayer, what prayer is, what prayer means, why we pray, some different stuff. I just want to give you a few things if you're writing things down tonight that we'll be in. But um, first thing, when you think about prayer, oftentimes um, prayer is something that people don't do very often. Uh, prayer is sometimes people do before they, uh, you know, they pray for their meal, uh, you know, whatever. And it's kind of looked at as something that uh, we could always probably do more of. If you examine your life and looked at your life and we all went around here and said, how many of you, uh, could, you, you could pray more in your life? We could probably all, all raise our hands uh, because that is something that oftentimes is overlooked um, as Christians, and so I was, I was going through this uh, kind of on my own, and it kind of came to me. Um, normally when, when we pray before our food, uh, Kayla always has me pray. Uh, she'll pray every once in a while, but she doesn't like to. So uh, she, she never—I'll just start laughing at that because we have some really funny jokes with that. But anyway, um, she doesn't like to pray. And so, uh, I'll, you know, with me, she's like, if you're available, you pray, you know, whatever. So I always pray. And so we were uh, eating a few weeks ago, and I was saying about this, and I just kind of rushed through my prayer and just said, Dear Lord, bless this food to our bodies. Help us. I'm, I'm eating like a double cheeseburger, you know. Bless this food to my body, Lord. Uh, you know, and uh, God, you know, whatever it is, and, and bless this food, and help us have a good day. Amen. And I, I kind of started thinking about, you know, that was like the worst prayer like ever. Like, I just like ham scam, like whatever, you know, let's just pray. Did I really mean what I just said? And, you know, or was just something that I, I do out of routine or that I do out of ritual or, or whatever. And it, I started kind of thinking about uh, prayer and what prayer is. And you read about the, the things in the Bible about prayer and, and different things. And you hear of great men of God that have prayed revivals and done all these, all these great things. And here I am, like, just praying and, and not really meaning it. And so it kind of spoke to me in this, this first thing. And uh, as I looked at this, I thought, man, I believe in God. I believe that God answers prayer, and if I truly believe that, if I truly uh, desire to see my prayers answered, I should probably be a little more serious, uh, you know, in my, in my, with my prayer life. I should probably be more serious about the things that I pray for, and not only praying when, you know, a, a bad situation comes or when I need God to get me out of a situation or whatever it may be, but taking prayer as, as something that is very serious. And you and I, we ask ourselves, do you believe that God answers prayer, and you all would say to me, yes, I believe that God answers prayer. And if you're a Christian for any length of time, you've realized that praying is something that's vitally important to your life, it's vitally important to your spiritual life, and so we say, yeah, I pray, but do we pray like we should? 
Do we pray like the Bible tells us to pray? Do we pray like these great men of God have prayed uh, in times past? How do we pray? And a lot of times if we really look down and, and study our prayer life, it's probably not what it should be. And so we look at that and we say, yeah, I believe that God answers prayer. The same God that parted the Red Sea, the same God that, uh, you know, healed blind men, the same God that did all these great things, we are praying to him, asking him to do something for us. And I believe that God can still heal the sick. I believe that God can still heal people's situations. The same God that caused all those things to happen, I believe that. And oftentimes we just, we pray and I don't think we take it as serious as, as we should. Do you believe that God can still turn people like Saul into someone like Paul? You still believe that God can do these great things. And so as I was looking at this, I believe that. I believe that God can still turn people around and I want my life to be a reflection of, of God's life in me. I want God to, uh, I want the power of God to work in my life. I believe that God can answer my prayers and I believe that God does answer prayers. So I want to talk to you a little bit about these, these things. Uh, why we should pray and how we should pray. And then uh, why we need to pray more. So the first thing, how, why should we pray? Prayer is like our spiritual breathing. Um, I don't know if you realize this, and this is going to take a lot of deep thoughts to think about this movie, but if you stop breathing, what would happen? You would die. When, when breath is, is no longer going through your body, you stop living. And prayer is our, our spiritual breath. It's how we stay connected with God. It's how uh, we talk to him and how we ask him and how he communicates with us. And it's how we talk to him and how he leads us and how he responds to us. The New Testament teaches that prayer isn't just something that we do occasionally, but it's something that we do continually. And 1 Thessalonians, you don't have to turn there, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, it says that we are to pray without what? Ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Mean always be in prayer. Always be praying and, and asking God. You can pray because you want to pray or because you need to pray, but if you don't pray, your soul will never be healthy. Charles Spurgeon said this, you don't expect a plant to grow without air and water. How can you expect your heart to grow without prayer? When Jesus walked this earth, yes, he was God. And if anyone had an excuse not to pray, it would be Jesus. He already had everything he needed. He already had the power that he needed. He already had the provision that he needed and all these different stuff. But if you look over in Luke chapter 5, verse 16, it says that he, he often went and, and drew to lonely places, was on his own, and he would go pray. And I think, wait, if Jesus needed to pray, if Jesus prayed in this scripture, he withdrew himself in the wilderness and prayed. He went by himself, he went away, and he spent time praying. And if Jesus prayed, then we should pray. If Jesus spent time prayer and praying and going away and, and separating himself and spending some time praying, then we ought to be doing it as well. Prayer is how God changes us, but it is also how he changes the world. You see, if you believe in the power of prayer, if you've seen uh, a situation or circumstance in your life where you've prayed and God delivered, God came through, and, and that, ex that super exciting feeling that you got, whether it was for a, a job or a house or whatever it was, you prayed and you earnestly sought God and asked God to help you and to give you what you wanted, and it happened, you get excited about that. It's something that's really cool. It's like, man, uh, you know, like when you're a little kid and you ask your parents for a toy and they actually bought it for you. You know, that didn't happen very often in my life. Um, but... That, that's kind of the same feeling. Like, God, you gave it to me. Oh, my word, I'm so excited. You, you, I prayed and asked God for this, and God gave me this, and he healed this, and he did that. And it's an exciting feeling, and it makes you want to what? makes you want to pray more. makes you want to ask God for, for big things, and, and God, help me this, and help me with this, and go on all these different things. And because we believe in the power of prayer, we pray more. 
But I think oftentimes the reason that we don't pray more is because maybe our prayers are not where they should be. Maybe they're too focused on what we want and not what God wants. Or maybe they're too focused on something that we want to benefit our life so much more. And we're asking God to give us, give us, give us all this stuff. One of the first things I remember growing up and my parents teaching me about praying was, you know, uh, listen, you don't pray for like Legos and like a new puppy and, you know, stuff like that. Uh, that's not the kind of prayers that happen. But oftentimes as adults, we pray for some of the same stuff. May, may not be that way, but we pray with the same mindset like, God, give me, give me, give me, give me. And that's not what God is saying here. That's not how we're supposed to pray. It's something that is very important. Prayer is not just a spiritual practice. It's the means by which God changes our lives and changes the world. Prayer isn't just helpful, but it's important. See, I believe that God doesn't just hear our prayers, but that he answers them. He answers them. Whether or not it's a yes or not now or a no, he answers, he answers our prayers. He answers the petitions of our heart. I believe that God is not just aware of us, that he is deeply concerned for us. He wants us to pray. I believe that he intervenes in miraculous ways more often than than we think. It's not coincidence or being lucky, but it's God's way of remaining anonymous here. God is not only real and alive, he's also at work in our lives. The Bible says that he is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. That he is an ever-present help in our time of need, in our time of trouble. He is always there for us. With him all things are possible. And see, I have never been more convinced of God's power than, than now. I see the, the lives of people that God is changing when people pray and people earnestly seek him and earnestly seek out his will and earnestly are praying and asking him to, to change something. You flip over in the book of Nehemiah, it talks about the story of the Israelites going back to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall around the city. Nehemiah 1.4 uh, talked about how the, the servant that, who worked for the king of Babylon he fasted and prayed before heaven said, it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Maybe this world is crazier and crazier because we pray less and less. Maybe, maybe our situations in our life is all out, of, all out of whack because we pray less and ask God less. You know, it always seems that when there's a, a, a certain situation or a certain need that arises in our life, we're in, we're in trouble. We pray and ask God to, to help us get out of trouble. But what happened, you know, in the past month and a half, two months before you were in trouble? What happened when everything was going good? And, and oftentimes, and I'm saying this to myself, oftentimes we forget to pray and ask God and thank him for everything that he's done when everything's going good. And that the first time that something bad happens, we're like, God, help us get out of this situation. We're praying for God to remove this from us. And God, don't let, us, don't let this happen anymore. And Jesus told us that we should pray. He told us that we should pray in Luke eleven two. Uh, it says, he said unto them, when you pray, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth that is in heaven. It says, it didn't, it didn't say uh, when. He said unto them, or excuse me, notice the word when, it didn't say if. It didn't say if you pray. If you're going to pray, it says when you pray, meaning that we're supposed to be doing it. We're supposed to be spending time praying and asking God to, to help us and to give us the strength that we need each and every day. And if you're a Christian in here, you need to be a praying person. You need to be someone who spends time earnestly seeking the face of God, spending time in prayer, not just when you're out to eat, not just when, you're, not just when, you, when you want something, not just when it's convenient for you to pray. If you're a Christian, you need to be a praying person. So how, we, how should we pray? We pray with faith. We often pray because we hope something will happen. Uh, in Hebrews 11.11 says, Now that faith is the substance of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. Jesus told us in Matthew twenty one twenty two, In all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing 
ye shall receive. And God answers all of our prayers. We just said that a few seconds ago. God answers our prayers, right? It's just a matter of if it's a yes or a no or a, or a not now. We get an answer, you know, every time we pray and we seek God and ask him for something, it's either yes, no, or not now. But just because we get no's and not now's doesn't mean that we stop praying. We keep seeking God and asking God. God answers all of our prayers. God can do anything. He tells us to pray. When we pray, faith isn't about what we get from God. It's about what we think of God. And every time you pray, you need to believe that with God, all things are possible. So we see this too, uh, when we should pray. I've been told all kind of stuff. You pray in the morning. You pray at night. Don't pray at night. Don't pray in the morning. Pray in the middle of the day. I can guarantee you one thing that you're not supposed to do is don't close your eyes and pray while you're driving. That's one good time not to pray. Um, Yeah, it's good. Uh, But when's the right time to pray? All the time. Any any time. Whenever you can. Whenever you think about it. Every moment. Jesus gave us a lot of practical advice about prayer. He also gave us the example in his own life. Turn over to Mark uh, chapter number 1. Verse 35, I want you to see this, Mark 1, 35. <laughs> Excuse me. I can get there. Let's do it right there, Mark 1, In the morning, rising up, great while before the day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. He left early in the morning. Maybe while it was still dark. I don't know. Jesus got up, and he went and prayed. Went, went to a solitary place. Went somewhere where he could just focus on, on him and his relationship with, with his heavenly father. Jesus began his day with prayer. He went and prayed in this time early in the morning. He was going and praying, spending time maybe before everybody else got up. Basically what this is saying is spend some time by yourself in a solitary place. Spending time in prayer. We watched, uh, we all went together and, and I guess we saw that movie uh, War Room. We went and saw that, and it was talking, the lady went to her closet, and she prayed. I hope I just ruined the movie for you, if you haven't seen that, sorry. Uh, went in the, in the closet, and that was, her, that was her solitary place. That was where she went, and she prayed, and she sought the face of God, asking God to, to help her. It was, it was away from every distraction. And he knew that the distraction was the enemy of prayer. There's nothing more distracting than, uh, you know, when you're trying to be serious or pray, and there's a ton of things going around you. I was reading a thing the other day. It said, since the, uh, since the year 2000, our attention span has decreased by four seconds since the year 2000. Everybody. So that puts me like in the negative, I think, uh, with, 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 uh, with my attention span. I've let, my dad used to say I have the attention span of a fruit fly. Um, it's probably pretty true. But um, the, our, our attention span, the world that we live in, our phones, everything that's going on, social media, everything that happens all the time. Our attention span is even shorter and shorter and shorter. And Jesus' advice here is, was good. It's still good now. Get to a place. Shut the world out. Spend some time just focusing on me, focusing on praying and asking and seeking God in whatever situation may be going on. We go through and we see all these different examples that Jesus has given to us, all the things that he has told us to do. And oftentimes I look at this and think, man, I think our lives would be a whole lot easier if we would just listen to what the Bible tells us to do. Just listen to what Jesus did, okay? Jesus went into a, a solitary place. He kind of got alone, and he prayed. Okay, I can do that. Maybe your prayer life will just exceed every expectation you ever had if you just get alone. Spend some time focusing on God. Asking God for the things of, of your heart. Praying honestly and authentically is the next thing. You can be honest with God. You don't have to... Uh, have mastered 
you know, the old English when you talk to God. You can talk to God. Talk to God just like you would talk to your friend. Talk to God just like you would you or me. We spend time praying and asking God. You don't have to come up with some great and mighty, you know, super crazy spiritual prayer. You can just talk and ask of God. Hebrews uh, 4.16 says that we can boldly approach the throne of grace. That we can boldly approach God. God's throne room is a safe place for us. We can boldly seek him. We can ask him. For this quote, it said, a man is what he is on his knees before God and nothing more. Seeking and asking God, begging God to help us in whatever situation, in whatever scenario, asking God to help us, praying honestly, fervent prayers to him. And secondly, or lastly, we see that, are we going to pray more? We spend time praying and asking God to help us, and we look at different needs, and I don't know where you're at in your life, but I'm going to talk about myself for a little bit, because that's the only one I can talk about. Um, I, I, I struggle sometimes remembering to pray and ask God. Yeah, I can think of different stuff, and we, we take up prayer requests that people drop off uh, on, on Sundays, and we pray for them on Mondays, and I, I pray for those things, and I spend time praying about those things, and oftentimes, though, in my life, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I, sometimes I was like, I've, I'll go through the day, I'll lay in bed and think, man, I don't think I prayed once today. I don't think I, I think I prayed for my food. I think I prayed, you know, maybe shortly, or I told somebody that I was going to pray for them. That's the worst ever. Yeah, I'll pray for you, and then forget, you know. And I thought in my own life, man, that, I need to work on that. It's something serious. I can pray, and I can do that. It doesn't cost me anything to pray. It's completely free. It doesn't cost you a dime to talk to God. And yet we spend so much time doing other things than than praying and asking God and trusting in God and asking him to, to help us and to, to give us the desires of our heart. We must pray more. Maybe your family needs you to pray more. Maybe the world needs you to pray more. We're supposed to pray regularly, pray diligently, pray passionately, and pray prayers that are as big as our God is. When you think of praying, uh, I've read another quote by Ian Bounds. that said, our praying needs to be pressed and pursued with an energy that never tires, a persistency which will not be denied, and a courage that never fails. Sometimes we just, I think that we don't think praying is serious. I think we just think it's just a, another, another daily thing. Just kind of, okay, you know, whatever. You know, I prayed for my food today. I did this. I did that. Whatever it was. And we don't truly pray and seek the face of God. Also, we see that we never know what our life might have been had we have prayed more. Jesus said uh, in Matthew 7, 7, we all know this verse, ask it shall be given unto you, right? Uh, seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. But here I want you to make sure of, of this as well on the opposite side. If you never, if you never, uh, if you never ask, you're never going to get. If you never seek, you're never going to find. If you never knock, it's never going to be opened. And so oftentimes I think, man, what, how much more could, could God have wanted to bless us with? How much more could this have been changed if I would have spent more time praying? How much more did God want to give me? You guys have probably heard this story before, but um, it was kind of a, like a, I guess a little illustration, but it talked about a man who had died and gone to heaven, and he went up to heaven, and he was there, and God was showing him around, showing him everything around there. And he went to this really big room, and it had all kinds of things, huge boxes everywhere, boxes, 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 all kinds of boxes all over the place. And uh, he said, you know, what, what is this room? He says, God said, this is all the things that I would give into you if you just asked. 
There's all the things that you could have had if you would have just asked. And I don't want my life, I'm not talking about, you know, asking for worldly pleasures, but I don't want my life to be a regret. I want to get to heaven one day and God say, man, you could have had all these things. You could have had all this stuff. You could have prayed and asked for all these things, but you never did. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open unto you. If you don't knock, the door will never be open. We never know what our lives might have been if we prayed more. We have to understand and get this discipline rooted deeply in our life. It will not only change you, but it will draw you in. You look forward to your next moment where you're going to seek God and pray and ask God and, and seek after him. God moves in, in powerful ways. If we were around the room tonight, you probably have a story of, of maybe uh, when God answered a prayer for you, what do you think about that time? Maybe there's a, there's a time in your life where you were either really, something was really great going to happen or something was really bad going on, and you prayed and you sought the face of God and you prayed like you've never prayed before, and, and God answered a prayer. God answered that situation. God turned the situation around, or God made it better, however it was, and you think about that time. And you knew that it was God, it was a situation that only God could, could do, a situation that only God could fix, or whatever it was, and you knew that God came through in that feeling, again, that we talked about at the beginning, of asking God and God giving, and God saying, yes, I'll give it to you because you, because you asked, because you sought, because you knocked, because you came after me. Maybe you're going through a a difficult time in your life. Maybe you're struggling with prayer because you're struggling with, with faith. Maybe a, a tragedy has happened in your life. Maybe you're going through a time of, uh, of relational or financial or spiritual crisis. Maybe you, you're barely making it. You're barely surviving. You're barely able to, to go on because it's difficult to find the strength. Maybe you're asking God why. First, this is not a time to, in your life, it's not a time to run away from prayer. It's not a time to run away from God. Oftentimes, we, we do that. Situation goes bad, whatever. God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you allowing this to happen? It's not a time that we run away from God. It's a time that we seek God. It's a time that we draw close to God and ask God, Lord, please, God, help us in this situation. It's a time not where we run away from God, but we run towards him. I read another quote. It says, God whispers to us in our pleasures. He speaks in our consciousness, and he shouts in our pains. Rather than ask God why, why don't you begin to be asking yourself who it is that you're praying to? Do you realize that you're praying to God Almighty? You are praying to the, to the very one that created the heavens and the earth. The very one that created you, that created everything around us. And we spend our days not praying when we can go straight to the throne room of grace. We can go straight to God. I don't have to go through Pastor Tony to get to God. I don't, have to, I don't have to go through Pastor Chris to get to God. Thank God I don't have to go through Pastor Dave to get to God. I'd be terrible. I'm just kidding. I love you. I don't have to go through anybody. I pray to God. I pray straight to him. I ask God, Lord, I, I need you. God, I need you to help me. God, I need you to give me this. I God, help me in this life that I'm living. Rather than ask God why, God, why are you allowing this, remember who you're praying to. If we only knew in part of the short term, it's essential that we trust God in the short term. Trusting God in our difficulties. Trusting God when, when we're in a time of need. Praying and asking him to, to heal us, to give us what we need each and every day. And I'll tell you something, the best thing that you can do for your, for your life, the best thing that you can do for, a, for a, a broken life or a time of need is seek God. Ask God, pray. 
seek the face of God, you'll find that God will always be there. You'll find that God is never going to be busy. You'll find that God is never going to, to leave you hanging. You'll find that God will always be there no matter what circumstance, no matter what situation that, that you are in, but that God is, is going to be there. Turn over real quick and we'll be done. Romans chapter number 8, verse 26 is where we'll be, and I'll wait it for it to come on the screen. It says this, Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not we should pray for as, for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us to, with the groanings which cannot be uttered. You'll find that God is always there. There's no situation that's too big. There's no situation that's too small. There's no need. There's no circumstance that God, that God will say, ah, that's, out of my, that's out of my league. Can't handle that. Can't do that. But you'll find that God is always there. You'll find that no matter what you need, that no matter what may be going on, that God will be there. And he says to, to ask, he says to seek, and he says to knock. You say, oh, I don't, I don't want to pray. God never answers my prayers. Well, I can, a sure way of not getting those prayers answered is, is not doing those things. It's not seeking God. It's not trusting God. It's not following God in those ways. 